Welcome to Chaos People, the science and technology podcast that embraces the chaos. Your hosts are computational geneticist, evolutionary biologist, and Trekkie, Phil, and data scientist, artificial intelligence expert, and coding guru, Nick. Enjoy the show. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Why? Winter for Poland and France. <laughs> this is a reference to the Middle East. No, 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 no. Uh, as much as you want it to be. No, it's, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, I watched uh, the producers like a couple days ago with my brother. And then mm. like the first time I we were watching the movie was like last week. Mel Brooks, yeah. And I cannot get this fucking song out of my head, dude. I, ha- like- I sing that every once in a while in the shower, just out of... There's no trigger for it. It just comes out. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the most catchy tunes, I think, that exists. It's a beautiful tune. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's... Yeah, it's edgy. The words are edgy, but it's like the, the music, the musicality of it is just... Yeah, so like, beautiful. Deutschland is happy and gay. Like... It's very South Park, no? <laughs> it is, dude. Yeah, it's like South Park before South Park. I feel yeah, like yeah. Trey and Matt probably got a lot out of uh, a lot of inspiration from Mel, especially with uh, Book of Mormon, right? He, the, yeah, the, they they won like um, is it like EGOT kind of thing where they got the the Tony Awards? Yeah. Um, oh right. Yeah, I'm I don't know if they have sure a full EGOT, but the producers and Book of Mormon have the most are the most winningest plays of all time. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So they definitely have a. Uh, a Tony Award. Oh yeah, I think they have like multi, like eleven or twelve or some shit like that. Oh shit! Okay. And apparently, um, uh, oh god, what am I? Th- the producers has like twelve as well. Damn, like ridiculous number of Tonys. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They must have had experience, like a lot of influence from it, right? Like the kind of musicality. There's a lot of music in in um, in South Park. So. There was, yeah. There was like you know, Cosmo's big big fat bitch. Blame Canada. Yeah. I no. think they're actually um, music majors. Yeah, you could tell that they really like musicals because, like, even like the first movie, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, all had musical scenes in them, right? Yeah, so I think they're like classically, not classically, but like they went to school for it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Damn. I mean, like, yeah, Mel Brooks is top tier. Mel Brooks is amazing, dude. He's he's something. Um, I love all his movies too. Like, yeah. No, the springtime filler is, yeah, that's yeah. like the best. It, it, it just best in the shower. Yeah, I, I need to say in the shower next. Actually, I already think I already have. That's a top, yeah, that's a top five for me in the shower. That's a top five shower uh, hit. And Carry of course, on. like, Keep It Gay is the next one, right? Like, the <laughs> that's the next song. That, that's a, that's a, the next best song that I think is in that show. In the show, yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, what, you just watched it and just wanted to see it? So, I was watching... This is I kind of went on like a, a little bit of a like a like a rabbit hole. So I started watching. I was watching like as I do a lot. My default shows like there's like five. Like The Office is one of them where I just I need something to watch. But one of them is Kirby Enthusiasm. I see. Yeah. And it's at a- the end of season four, I think, is when they uh, Mel casts Larry to be uh, Max Bialystok. No, the whole the whole season. One, there's one whole season based on him training to be. Yeah, I think it's season four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but at the end, the last 
episode is that this is the season finale is when he actually does he goes that. to the yeah goes to New York and and Mel's tr- like the meta joke is Mel's trying to get producers off off Broadway because he can't handle it it's too much right, right. it's it's the the kind of the premise of uh of the original producers yeah yeah so he's like well I, I'll I know how to ruin this show I'll get Larry David right involved right he's gonna destroy it yeah yeah and of course Larry does great. X, Y, and Z. So I'm watching that, and I'm like, man, my grandfather always – so my grandfather was a playwright, my dad's dad. Uh, that was like a hobby. He wanted that to be his job. He didn't do great. He wrote some off-Broadway stuff, and then he got into sales or something. Anyway, that was his dream. He wanted so, to be a producer. Is that why you're so musical? Maybe. That's is why. that why you're flamboyant? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so flamboyant. That's yeah. why you do like a 360 before you get into the yeah. uh, into your office. Yeah. If you guys don't know, every time before we do every, every podcast, I do a couple like somersaults and spins in the room. You go, ah, ha, 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 ha. So um, anyway, like he, so my grandfather, when I was, when he was still alive, always, it's like the producers was really funny. You should watch it. And I never did. So after seeing that, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the producers. So I watched the original with Gene Wilder. Um, and Zero uh, Mustel, who is a kind of a classic old comedian slash Broadway guy. Um, and then I, and then I watched the new one with my brother when I was home in Philly, the one with uh, Nathan, Nathan Lane. Right. Yeah. And then I, and then I watched Fiddler on the Roof randomly. <laughs> That's like, yeah, I don't know how I got the Fiddler on the Roof, but so- someone had. It was referenced somewhere when I was looking at something. Anyway, that's so going to this the, whole rabbit hole. Going to the classics, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess while you're doing that, I was watching more Star Trek. Got three episodes in, dude. All right, you got to you got to update us. Yeah, uh, episode eleven was um, the holodeck one. It, it seemed like a very filler episode, but it was kind of like how uh, how powerful the holodeck could be. And Picard goes into this like uh, film noir style. Oh um, yeah, he's like a uh, private eye, right? Dixon Hill. Yeah, yeah, and so he's a private eye, and then becomes it gets real, it gets real, as in like literally real, and one of the officers gets shot, like actually. That's right. Yeah, and like the the holodeck is becoming. I, I couldn't. They the didn't describe like broke or something, right? Yeah, like shit was going down in real life. Um, like they were captured. There's like um some fucking thing where he had to he had to like pronunciate this kind of speech like a greeting to an alien species like yes. perfectly and like he's stressing out about it and so he was like hey we'll just go in the holodeck to like chill out a little bit and it's it just like this boomer dad like learning about vr porn for the first time because like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like yeah he was like doesn't he ask beverly to go in there with him yep yeah and then uh, well, he goes in the first time, right? And he's like, holy shit, I'm fucking Dixon Hill. Like, this is awesome. Like, he's a private detective. It's very, like, old schooly, 1950s, I don't know, 1930s kind of yeah. thing. He's like, there's fucking cars in the out- outside. There's, there's uh, uh, the rain in the street and there's people walking by. It's like, he's like old, like a boomer dad. Yeah. So finding out about, like, hey, I put this VR headset on and now there's, like, a scanly woman kissing me in the cheeks. Yeah, it's like when my dad first played Super Mario Brothers and realized that the motions on his fingers controlled the character on the screen and it blew his mind, right? That was like... <laughs> Dude, I know yeah. someone who used a mouse and put it on the monitor. No way. Yeah, to, to move the mouse. Because <laughs> it moves with it, right? Yeah. It's like he never thought that, 
Oh my god! Yeah, he thought it was a device on the screen. That's your dad? No, not my oh, dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was like my grand, uh, my friend's grandpa. That's great. But he was doing this on this fucking screen, dude. Anyway, uh, yeah, it felt like um, but yeah, like VR porn for for yeah. boomers. Because he was ki- he got kissing cheek, and he's just like walking around like all happy, like he just got some. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he invites cr- uh, uh, Doctor Crusher. They get pretty like you could see something's going on there, and they get cock blocked by uh, by Data. Right. Yeah. Right. So Data guy. comes in. Why? Because he's just he's, curious. He's playing with them, right? Yeah. He's doing, he, yeah. That's yeah. Right. He just like he he likes. I think he's just kind of like a very curious guy about like detective shit. I don't know what. Yeah, it he is. He is. Because um, he starts going like like full autist with uh, Sherlock Holmes later in the series. Yeah. But at one point, it was like they're in Doctor Crusher and um, Picard, and they're like, you know, talking like to each other, like kind of romantically, whispering each other. And then it's Data and like the other dude just like looking at them like like a cuck. <laughs> and there's this whole scene going on, and it reminded me of old people doing role play, like sexual role play. Oh. It was just like she's wearing the old timey like veil, and he's wearing the uh, the detective gear. Yeah, it just felt like a very. Uh... And there's also no hollow, um, holodeck safe word. It seems like. Well, you can say you can say computer arch, right? And then the arch. Oh, that's shows right. Up. That's right. The malfunction. That's why they couldn't exit out of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or computer end program, right? You could say that too. Yeah, you have to. I guess if you do build a holodeck, ever, you would have to have a safe word, right? Okay, so I have a funny. Yes, you, you have to have a safe word. Yeah. But, so here's a really like funny carrot, story. C- carrot in my ass. And then, <laughs> like, the, the simulation ends. I have well, I have two funny. St- okay, I'll, I'll make them short. One of them is maybe I'll tell the story like in full one day. But my one buddy who's in the military apparently they him and his like they were in the Coast Guard. So if you consider the military or not, but they their safe not safe word, but their word of like if shit's going down was gingerbread. Their holodeck safe word yeah, was, it was gingerbread. Gingerbread. That's okay. pretty random. Yeah, that's pretty it good. Is. Yeah, it's pretty and, good. I, and there's a great story about that, but I won't do that today. I'll have <laughs> to remind because there's a lot to talk about. The second thing is... Wait, how did they come up with, with that? I don't know why they chose gingerbread. It, and that's just in... If, if there's like a physical tussle going on and it say gets they, too... They like board a ship because they were they did drug interdiction. So they say they, they like boarded a ship hmm. and they like, oh, like someone's like something... They didn't want to They didn't want to like set off the person that's on the ship. That's way too random of a word. It is. It's you know what I mean. No, yeah. but that would trigger the other person. It's like, why are they saying gingerbread? Yeah, they'll know. Yeah, yeah you're just I doing something. You're right. yeah. yeah, you got to su- You got to do something. Yeah, do something like I don't know, cherry coke or something. Yeah, it's like I, I wish I got some cherry coke right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wink, exactly. wink. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got. Some, I wish I got some gingerbread. <laughs> Dude, your wife's in the gingerbread cookies. I guess you could say that. Yeah. While you're being like, yeah, kidnapped. while you're like searching someone's while, boat, yeah, while there's like you're being blindfolded and like yeah. having a carrot up your ass, <laughs> you can't say carrot up your ass if, if you're actually having a carrot up your ass, yeah, then exactly, right, yeah, or gingerbread up your ass, yeah, yeah. So you got to come up with a new thing, it's, it's a big dynamic cipher, yeah, you can't use based on the situation, it has to change. I agree, so that's been multiple safe words, then multiple safe yeah. words based on the situation, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have a, a friend who is uh, a, a pretty much a drunk in his 20s, and uh, he loves Star Trek as well. I'll never forget. He was like asleep, like passed out on a couch one time, 
and he wakes up like we're all watching we're all like kind of like just chilling and he's passed out and he wakes up and literally says computer end program it's like the first, <laughs> it's like the first thing he says and i'm like bro what the fuck holy <laughs> shit that's such a 20s drunk guys uh yeah a drunk nerds uh yeah he's yeah. definitely into simulation theory then oh yeah. yeah yeah he has to be i think he was having a bad dream and he thought he was in the holodeck like you could do lucid dreaming yeah, yeah. That would be freaky, though. Like you say, end program in your dream, and it doesn't end. I know, right? Yeah. Like, holy shit! What if something crazy happens in real life, and you? Don't, I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense, but you, you think you're like in a. No, it's like like a schizophrenic yeah, kind of yeah, moment, yeah. like a manic kind of like you don't know what you can't discern the difference between reality, right? So what happens in the end? So that somehow the 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 whole thing malfunctions, right? Whole thing malfunctions. They they fix it at one point. That one guy gets shot. He's dying on the ground. The safety the safety things were removed. Right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh shit, it's getting real. So now he they have to do a diversion, so they don't get shot. It was like Doctor Crusher, um, Captain Picard, and, and Data with the characters in the holodeck with guns. They have guns, right? And they're like um, like a mafia guy, and they're they're just trying to like prolong. Uh, the conversation as much as they can um and then the it fixes and they finally realize oh like this is a simulation even the characters realize it's a simulation s- somewhat right and then the the thing opens right and they leave right like we're gonna we're gonna see what reality is they go and then they disappear yeah because they can't leave yeah they yeah. can't leave uh and then there's a character in there that was uh, Dixon Hill's friend. And he realizes that he's in a simulation, right? And then he asks uh, Captain Picard, uh, you know, what happens to me after you leave? And like, what happens to my, my kid, my wife? Are they going to be home? And Holy fuck, yeah. dude. And then Captain Picard's like, I don't know. And he walks away. And I, I was like, ends I was the program, like fuck, right? that's harsh. But if you're, you can do this in GPT right now, if you wanted to. Yeah, like like the AI town too, right? Maybe. Right. Yeah. Do I was wondering, like, do these motion, like, emotions can be simulated, or at least the what is observable emotions can be like simulated, right? And you play enough video games where you've seen like you know Mass Effect, when sure. you kind of see person's struggle, right? These aren't real people, but they're the the struggles in their world is real yeah right in their perspective if they die in this holodeck world what is that actual death or well it makes me think like what do you, what are our emotions they're simulated too right they're not real they're that's, just chemical that's what i was thinking too like, yeah it's all chemical anyway like and it all can be simulated hmm. it made me think that the emotions to, like, like this. Well, do you think that the, the characters became self-aware? You think they were just working on their own programming that they had, that they could, just because the programming can grasp the idea of a world outside of the world they're in, doesn't mean that they're self-aware. They, they weren't. So I think they're self-aware in the sense that they, self-awareness can be simulated, right? Yeah. Right. So if he's a, a program, and I think we all are, uh, and if he's given the knowledge that it's a simulation and he has a knowledge of his kids, of his wife, it is a very natural progression in a simulation 
to think about what happens to me, what happens to my kids, what happens to my family. Yeah. Right? That's all even part of the simulation. Even us. If we, if some fucking Neo character, Morpheus character said, you know, this isn't real. Um, take this pill and, and you're just going to go into the real world. Or I'm going to end this simulation, right? What if what if the person walks in and says, hey, guys, like, I just want to let you know, you your life up until this point has been simulated. Just, oh, yeah, and that door becomes a fucking, yeah. an actual portal to the the enterprise. Whatever world's above this one. Yeah. Right? And we can't leave. Right. We would ask the same questions. Was it is absolutely predictable what we would it would be exactly the same thing as him. Damn. So, so it's like even us, the ostensible part of what emotions are or what, how we act based on our emotions is simulatable. Hmm. Right? Because that's what he is, right? It's a simulated expression of emotions, not necessarily the self-awareness of emotions. I mean, we're, we think we're a little more, more than that because we have the self-awareness of emotions, right? Yeah. And it feels very real. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's a semantic trap for me to ask that question because when I asked you, do you think it's self-awareness or do you think it's the person's programming that allows them to say that, it's our programming that allows us to say that, right? Yeah, and it's scripted in our head. Yeah. We would have the exact same experience. So, um, yeah, that was like the whole shit part of uh, mm. the very end because it was quite filler up to that point. Yeah. Like, there's no the, – the, there's nothing um, – deep about this this episode and then in the end it was like what what happens to a self-aware simulated character well my friend you're in for a if you enjoyed that there are two more that are like way deep um with moriarty the character from sherlock holmes i won't i won't say anything past that i'm assuming with the data right the, yeah the beta data yeah it's uh where's that hat beta hat i yeah so i feel like this is like the this was like a beta test of like what they wanted to do with the hologram, with, with hologram, holodeck with that question. Yeah. And also like the, the, the power of it, that it can be real. It, it can manifest itself as physical. Yeah. Right. Like there's con there could be consequences that isn't so, um, digital effectively. Because the guy got shot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What is the difference between the emotion we feel and the emotion we, we script or we program into our programs? Is there a difference? Well, no, I think there's a huge difference. Well, one's biologically based and one's not, right? So, yes, there is a difference. One is... Well, well it depends on the, the program, right? If, if the program is supposed to simulate biological processes and what surfaces is some kind of actionable, you know, concern and, you know, you're voicing it out to another person, that's pretty much us, right? Yeah. But, like, in a, in a GPT model or whatever, I think that just to token prediction, that's just context, but if you remove that, like, kind of um, wrapper that's a, a, a computer interface, let's say you were in an actual simulation and a person asked you that question and you saw their eyes and, like, the sweat bead coming down their head, it's different now, right? Even though that's probably still the same, there's still the GPT behind it. But something's different now, you know? Well, it, it's, uh, it's ostensible emotion and not real emotion. If you know what, what the underlying... But what is real emotion? That's my question. No, what real emotion is biological processes that surface into physical manifestation, okay. right? Okay, so you're saying the difference is purely the fact that one's biological, one's digital. Yeah, if you can simulate digital um, kind of emotions that surfaces as like, you know, tears and whatever, yeah. then that's 
way cl- closer, closer to an analog yeah. than um, what current GPTs or current models do. I agree. Yeah. So, but you can fake it. You can fake the tears right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a follow-up question from a debate we had a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And this kind of ties into a little bit about like what's, is shutting off the machine death or not, right? Okay. So what I did not, okay, let me just recap. The debate was if you use a Star Trek transporter or if we somehow copy the consciousness of a human being into another vessel, is it the same person or not? And your very hard stance is that original person dies. There's no continuity. Um, and, you know, and after listening to that debate a few times, actually, I think you're right. What I should have said, though, is I believe that at one one day, I don't know how this is even possible, we'll able to move the pilot. And that's the word I didn't use. I feel like you're piloting your body. Like there's there's a like Okay. Yeah. Are you are you saying okay, um if the pilot is physically constrained, sure. Like if your brain is um like if someone preserved your brain, right? Yeah. Like in this, uh, like like in a, like in Futurama, they, like if you, they chopped say, off Futurama, the guy's head, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you put that head onto this other moving body. I think that's closer to uh, transference. I agree. I think there's probably no difference at that point. That I think all that's you. That's all of who you are is in here. Yeah, that's yeah. continuation, right? But you were talking about like downloading the brain, downloading you. That was my original argument, but right. I think what I should have said was. There's something there's something we don't understand yet, and I don't know if that's ever tangible or ever possible. Is when you say move, you said move a pointer when you were talking about digital data, right? You said you move a pointer from one location in the computational space to another. Right. I'm saying that act could one day be much more than just a pointer. It could be literally transferring whatever we consider controls us into another being or another vessel. So I don't know how that's possible, though. Yeah. yeah. So my argument is that there is no um, pointer, actually. Right. 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 The pointer works in the sense of like this fillness pointer, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're the the fillness pointer from the abstract fillness is pointing to a physical body, and that has to exist mm. for this to be real. The only pointer that I have is my own brain. To my own body, and that's it. I have no other access to another body or another brain or anything. So you have to go beyond to that kind of level, or assume some kind of metaphysical structure where you believe there is some kind of fillness. Yeah, it's really hard. I like. I think your argument is at the moment of birth or or conception. The pointer is created, and that pointer can never be transferred. Like, yeah. and I, I think you're right up until today at this moment. I think I don't know if that'll ever change, but that's what that would need to be understood in order to do what I'm. What, what I was saying in the first debate, I've come to the conclusion that we have to somehow circumvent that barrier in order to do what I was actually saying was transferring consciousness from one being to another. If we can, if we can't do that, then I agree. The original Telepor- dies. Teleport- teleportation is murder. It, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh mm, okay. Th- there's a slight 
So teleportation may not be murder, and here's why. The way the teleporter works, as far as like memory alpha, which is like the database of like Star Trek knowledge, the matter is converted to energy. And so there, there's like a, there's an actual continuation of matter to energy back to matter. Yep. So there, so it's the same original signal. Is that, I don't know if that's, I don't know if we can compare, because we don't know how to do that now, right? So this is like very science fiction. Yeah, it's super science fiction. <laughs> yeah. So um, my, my image is that you need a scanner, right? You, you, is, is what's happening with your, the matter turning to energy or is it is because that's teleportation if you actually move yes all the atoms well the it's not that you, it's not so much so you are moving the atoms but you're also changing them in the energy first and then recondensing them that's the way the transporter actually works is it the actual energy is the question right? yes it is, is it actually going through space or is there a 3d printer on their end on the confirmation as far as i understand it I, i'll have to probably check i should have checked this before the podcast but as far as i understand it is the actual matter that your body was constructed of turns into mat turns into energy and then comes back through and then recondensing the matter again it's the same signal i use the word signal because you can't say the same atoms because they they change from atoms to energy and then back to atoms again so there's no 3D printing part. I don't believe so. Okay, so that's a little different. Anything yeah. that's printed from a recipe. Yeah. So it, it, just straight engineer talk, um, because this is not what my impression was. It was mine's a scanner, right? You get the confirmation of atoms, and then you effectively 3D print it on your end. Yeah. And in that yeah. situation, that is then then teleportation is murder. Yes, I agree. It's carbon copy. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of copying mechanism is murder. I I agree. I, I, or death, yeah. yeah. Transferring to energy because you're not recreating, yeah. Um, you're not creating new atoms on your end, right? Right. You're just moving it from one place to another. Yeah. That's teleportation. It's, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's just super science fiction. It's, yeah, we have nothing even I think close to that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's easier. I think the technology for carbon copy is going to come before that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can. We, we have a version of that now called cloning, right? It's a very poor version of it. But we have a version of you it. You have to, yeah, you have to raise again, yeah, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, if you can, um, I mean, what's stopping us from getting a bacteria cell, right? Getting all the atoms. You just start from bacteria, right? Copy yeah. it in fucking Hungary. Just print it over here. So people have done things where they've transferred the genetic material of one cell to another. You know. Like we're talking about single-celled organisms, is that a new organism? I don't know. What is like, that? say you take like a paramecium, which are eukaryotes, so they have a they have a nucleus. Bacteria don't have nuclei, so let's say you're able to take the nucleus out of the paramecium, put it in another paramecium, but you leave all the other stuff, all the other organelles, right? Like the like the Golgi apparatus, the you know the. But those are also constructed through the DNA. They are, yeah, right? yeah. Are, but are they? So you're 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 changing the recipe book. You're just moving the recipe book. You're not changing it, right? But the, you, it's like um, it's like all the dish here is like Mediterranean food. Yeah, but you're changing the chef. So you might be. Oh, I see. You're the saying. organelles might be made from the is made from the previous DNA though. So it's a different. Correct. So in that situation, if you ch so say you just you just swap nuclei basically from yeah. one paramecium to the other, 
But I think what eventually happens, I could be wrong about this, is that those structures have to be rebuilt. And when they are rebuilt, they'll use the new DNA, right? So it's like if I got your brain, right? Yeah. And I put it into another person. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what's going on. Kind that. of, yeah. Yeah, just like. But the, but, the, but the hardware will be all fucked up. Well, like, the hardware is another person's hardware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would have to. But it might be just fresher. It might be younger. Right? Maybe. Whatever it is. It might be of a younger you. But my point, but the, but the, what if, what if you fucking, this is how it's going to be. Like you, you, you put yourself, your DNA into an egg, it grows in a little petri dish. Yeah. It's like a little film, but like yeah. just not conscious though. Right. And you just give it like electric shock for like muscles. There was movies like this. Yeah. And then yeah. you just cut open the, the head. Yeah. And you just put your head in it, your brain in it. That's. That's closer. Transference, but, pure transference. Yeah, that is transference. But the limiting, yeah. but that, that's that's assuming a lot of things. That's assuming that everything that makes you you is in the brain. And I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying that is an assumption. The second is the limiting factor is that brain does still age, though, right? The original brain that gets transferred is still aging. Yeah. And at some point, it's not going to be able. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. Yeah, it would be an Alzheimer's patient yeah. in like a 20 year old body. But it's an interesting question. How do you get around that? Well, right. it's like the idea of transference, right? And I always thought transference was bullshit. Like, you think you're going to live forever with, through transference. No. You're going to, a model of you, it's going to exist. I actually agree. But not you. you. I agree yeah. with you now. I do. Right. Unless there's a way you can actually transfer some, the, unless there's something additional that we're, not additional. I hate to use the word additional because then everyone thinks soul and I don't mean soul. Do you want this to be true? I would love to be able to continue existence. That's metaphysical at that point, right? That's soul level stuff. Unless, no, unless there's something in, in physical reality that lets us do what I'm what I'm suggesting. That consciousness is is something is that beyond, can be transferred. Is beyond your physical body. No, consciousness is something to be transferred to a different vessel. Yeah, I, I agree. Right now, there is no evidence that, that that's possible. Right. But what if it is? I, that's all. That's what I should have yeah, said in the okay. original debate. Yeah. I just yeah. yeah. Our current understanding of of you know whatever physics engineering uh, i think limits that it's just moving it one from one architecture to another and you're killing the original yeah so i don't know anyway the holodeck yes yes uh we can actually do the holodeck there's actually been um you know gpt stuff right where you can kind of uh announce you know, let make a picture of this or whatever, or this is Dolly models or whatever, right? Diffusion models. You can do that with 3D environments now. Hmm. You can, it's called a blockade labs. Uh, you can ask it, make us, make a, you know, um, a mountain scene with um, a fucking, you know, alien structures. And it could create a 3D environment just based on that. Wow. So we're, we're there. The only difference is you got to put a headset on, but yes, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but we're there as in like the experience of it could feel as real um, with a fucking thing on your head. Yeah. The holodeck is wild, dude. Like it's – so you know when you walk in, you've seen it off before, right? It's just four walls and it has a bunch of panels on it. I don't think I've seen it with uh, anything yet. Okay. It's it's always like opens up and it's It's filled when you walk into it basically. Yeah. So the way it actually works is – um, as far as I know from reading up on it, like it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a basically a box and then 
it uses force fields, it uses light and energy to make a 3D, stru- a 3D structure. Now, when you walk around in it, you're actually still in that room that's a box. So it, the, the thing tricks you by making you turn so mm-hmm. you don't walk into walls, right? It's just kind of a certain trick, like illusion. Yeah. Because you're still confined in that space, right? Like you're not like in a different dimension or something. You're still in that box. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, super sci-fi shit. It is. Yeah. Because yeah. the only way to do it is um if it's in space, you can make it so the anti-gravity is in the spherical ball and the walls right? And you could just walk around. That's a really good point, right? Like if it was a spherical thing, and then you can just because I'm assuming they have like um, anti gravity because everyone's like walking around. Yeah, so the ship creates its own gravity, so you could easily turn that off, right? right? Yeah, but you just do it on the walls of the inner walls of a sphere, yeah. and then you can just walk around. And it is one way to. That's another way. That's another way to get around it. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. Huh? It's pretty cool. I mean, I I love the holodeck. I, I wish that shit. By the time we die, like it's feels yeah, me pretty too, good. Man. I feel like that's bad for you and me, though. Yeah, for our we, brains, we wouldn't have, we would have no personal lives. <laughs> Why would you leave the the world? I should be slaying dragons all day, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, it would escalate real quick. What yeah. do you mean? Like, you know, it, it's cute if you're doing Dixon Hill, right? Yeah, like that that stuff. But it, it can escalate to like, I want to just fucking. You know, I can imagine how you're going to Westworld like, level, like just <laughs> shooting up like random people. Yeah, yeah. Like GTA five, GTA 25 on on the holodeck. People yeah. just being sociopathic as possible. Just wait until you get to uh, Lieutenant Barclay and the stuff he does in the holodeck. It, it gets pretty Westworldy. Uh, let's just say that Lieutenant Barclay is the beta of all betas. Oh, and man. he lives his true life in the holodeck. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it, if boomer dad, but like way more like crazy sexual, yeah. sexual. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get all giddy from a kiss anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He needs to get his fix. Yeah. Episode 12. Yeah. It's a great one. Data lore. Oh, this is when you meet lore. Lore right? comes out. Yeah. 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 He's a um, previous version of data, but he's way more human. Yeah. And he's like the, um, you know how like uh, the GPT models are built on like the entire internet, yeah. But they polish it, right? They they, they determine which data sources they want to train the the brain on. Mm-hmm. Lore is a guy built on Reddit. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He just, <laughs> he just made from Reddit like the human, like just the the worst parts of humanity. Yeah, inside uh, a brain that is definitely lore, yeah. dude, in a positron brain. This would remind me because, like, yeah, he he uh, he tries to overthrow the entire ship. He acts as you know, imitates his data, like changes his ticks and everything. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and they then, catch him because he uses a contraction, right? Is that how they they catch him? Uh, no, no, Wes Wesley. This is the shut up Wesley. Oh, this is the shut up Wesley one. Yeah. Oh, and dude. Wesley is in on it, right? He knows it's fucking like something's up with with data, but it's actually lore, and he finds out, and uh, yeah. They're just shitting on Wesley the whole time. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> he talks to his mom. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. 
And she's like, shut up, Wesley? Like at, at Picard? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then she says it. Oh, so they didn't catch him when he used the contract. I thought like the, there's something in my head where like lore uses a contraction. Like says can't instead of cannot, right? Yes. Um, yeah, that's right. But I think he he explained that that's the difference between um, him and Data, two Data, right? And then Wesley picked up on it. Ah, that's what. That's why was. Wesley's like like in on okay, yeah. something's off with Data because Wesley's like I guess you know he's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the end, Data gets. I think Laura was was an inside man for this weird tree eating human eating tree thing oh the crystalline entity yeah yeah and so he was like with that he was like buddies with that yeah that's right that's right i think it was the crystalline entity some kind of yeah like 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 nerve endings like a tree thing oh maybe it's something else i think it's like some crystal thing yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. eats all life or something like that which i think is a callback from the original series i'm not mistaken ah i'm getting it everything blends together at some point yeah so what'd you think of that one good one it was good yeah Uh, you know, it, it, there was way more, I mean, like, uh, pardon the pun, but it's way more about the lore of Data, right? You get yeah. to, you know, his, uh, his what he is. And, like, yeah, I, I think it was it was not unsimilar to, like, how we should view training sets. Train sets? Yeah, like, if you're going to train uh, a Data, oh, tra- don't train it on... Um, I think it meant, like, sets, like, toy train sets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it, it's... Uh, be be sure that the training set you train your yes. your your model on is proper, and you'll get a you'll get a lore. Yeah, if you're not careful enough. Yeah, and then in the end, it was like perfect um, description of the redditor. So in the end, like the last two 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 lines were um, Riker talking to Captain Picard, and he says, "I wish we were all well balanced." <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, card goes agreed and walks away <laughs> it's like perfect it's like yes wish we in the internet we were all well balanced but 100 percent, dude yeah so much would the world be a better place agreed all right what was the third one it was a male left nipple episode wait a second i want to, I want to be as cryptic as possible male left nipple. all the males had their left nipple exposed Pierce? Oh, oh, wait a second. Crap, which one is this? <laughs> they had some kind of like uh, species that came and visited them, right? And they had to like dress a certain way? No. No? It, yeah, I'll just say it. It's a, it's a matriarchal society and they were kind of, uh, they they had a, a vessel or enterprise, whatever that, those people. Federation? The Federation ship yeah. kind of landed, crash landed there. Yeah. And there's a bunch of males there. And this is a very matriarchal society where all the, yeah, the boy there are boy toys. Yep, yep. But all the boy toys have their left nipple exposed. I remember. Now. And all the women are like, 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 uh, you know, they're they're wearing like up to their neck. Yes. Very like, almost like males, right? Where yeah. They're just in a suit almost, and all the women are kind of, or all the males are now, left nipple exposed. And they used the men just for basically procreation, right? Yeah, they were just all like very beta, very weak. Yeah, very kind of like, um, it, it, you know, it's like the uh, uh, they're making, um, you know, a criticism on any kind of 
society that's where the, a certain uh, gender is stronger than the other yeah. is not is is going to have its issues. Yeah. Right. Because the the Federation guy came down, he crash landed, and he fell in love with one of the women, and they had a you know they were in love each, with each other, and they're not supposed to fall in love. Right. Right. And that's the the society is, and they're going to kill him, and you know da 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 and whatever whatever criticism against feminism or any kind of male society as well yeah that the evolution of societies should go towards equal egalitarian yeah yeah. egalitarian that's what the the criticism was so yeah it was like um the left nipple episode all joking aside how do you feel about that conclusion do you think that's actually the way it should be yeah i think so well because you because you have more brains to work with. No, I agree. Uh, well, I don't think, I don't think. Um, okay, so I, what I'm trying to say is, um, first of all, I don't think that that's the case even now. I feel like women's brains and men's. I don't think anyone looks at brains differently nowadays. I think people look at physicality differently, though. Hence, why there's a NBA and a women's NBA, right? Now, I don't want to get into the whole gender thing, but all I'm saying is is that right. I think in order to have true egalitarianism, you have to get rid of biology first. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What's the, the Louis C.K. event? Um, like racism might go away, but sexism is not going away. Like that shit is like deep in our DNA. Because, 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 and this is why, and I think he's right, and here's why, right? The genetic predisposition that causes skin color to change is like minute. Right. Like there's no like there's no just because it's like having a different shade of dog, like it, like, you know, different yeah. spots on a dog. It doesn't mean anything. And why even the same species as another and like you have this totally different look, but you're going to love the dog regardless. Right. right. However, sex is extreme genetic difference. Like it, 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 the genetic differences may be only one chromosome that causes it. It's a lack of one or addition of another. But the phenotypic difference is huge. Large. You have yeah. the weird fat things coming out of your your boob area yeah, yeah. you have you have periods no, you, you have, have no you have no penis right so i think louis ck is right and all i'm saying is i i also think egalitarianism is better for the future of the species especially if we become spacefaring but you have to get rid of biology first or you have to circumvent biology that's my point yeah, is that is that going to be a cultural firmware that you're going to attach onto it, or is it more like you have to go from the biology? To you fix? have to actually attack biology. I think. Damn. You have to. So you're going to go like you have to go genetic on this. Look, like I, I again, I don't want to get into the gender debate, but the the gender, what's happening now, right, with transgenderism and stuff like that. It's I think as 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 weirded as it is for a lot of people to handle. And I understand why it's very different than what we've been for thousands of years. I think we are moving, our species will move towards non-gender at some point. Not identity, but the actual physical. Yes. I'm sorry. I should say non-sex. Right. right. Yeah. Like the, the, the bio, biology will go towards a certain hermaphroditic or what do you, what do you think? I think we'll, we, we will only procreate through test tubes at some point. Damn. Would it be then all – so? but the biology has to change. You're talking about like a fundamental huge change. In- I'm saying that we eventually are going to manipulate our 
genetic code to the point where we dictate our evolution. You think we'll do that? Yes. I think, I think we are, if we don't kill ourselves first with AI or bombs or disease or any of the other things that could kill ourselves mm-hmm. with, I think it's, I don't know how far in the future this will be, but I think at some point there will be no more sex. There will be just entities that exist. Damn, dude. That's like, I just don't know like the stepwise, you know, political decisions that can come from that. Because like that requires one scientist to go to an egg and then create a hermaphroditic non-sex thing. Yeah, what comes first, the hermaphrodite or the egg, right? <laughs> Is that what you're basically saying? Like, how does the, how does it, how does it, yeah, how does it naturally occur? Effectively, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I think what's eventually going to happen is people are going to realize that there's – look, the the seeds of it are starting now. With all the people that aren't having sex anymore, with the people that are becoming more seclusionary, with the openness of the gender um, revolution, whatever you want to call it, right? These are the seeds of that. I, I, it could take 100, 200, 300 years to happen, but – But you're talking about that there has to be a cultural shift that goes, all right, let's everyone – we're going to do this because, like, this shit is so fucked up. This whole sex thing. Well, I see. The, at, at this point in this, at this point in the game, I don't think there's any downside to have to, to having sexes. I still don't think there's a downside. Well, yeah, because there's no um, there's no material way to generate people, right? But if there's yeah. a material way to generate people and craft certain kinds of people more efficiently, yeah, yeah. What if? And this is kind of fucked up. Because we can create better versions of people uh, through, you know, effectively, if this whole transfer uh, or this whole um, language model applies to genetics, goes into play, and then we could kind of 3D print any kind of feature of a person. Yeah. What if that person has to be hermaphroditic? Effectively, like, you know, how uh, ligers are, right? Yeah. They can't be this thing that procreates because they're... In a weird way, constructs of science. Right. There's a cost associated with having reproductive organs. There's a cost associated with having the need to reproduce. Right. It it is a alternate. It's an alternate optimization strategy that probably isn't the most efficient if we want to become extremely, you know, advanced spacefaring. All these things. There's this cost associated with it. And I'm going to sound crazy right now, but please do look at all of the. All of the Grey's aliens or whatever, they don't have sex, right? All of the aliens that we see that they're depicted in in, in science fiction or in the reality or quote unquote reality, they're all sexless. Well, they're a biped bipedal, so that's already kind of weird to me. But okay. Well, why do you think that's? Well, I think vertical that saves on horizontal space, doesn't it? To be bipedal. Do you think that's the best form? And they're of- also short. Yeah, but do you think that's a bi- best form? Of a of a to like, sit in a chair and and touch things, yeah. Oh, you're t- I see, I see to touch things, yeah. To sit in a chair and like and pilot, I think ships. And- I think the best form is just a floating brain. Yeah. Right? I okay. Yeah. If we if we conti- if we want to continue our existence the way it is, then I so I agree with what I just said. But if we want to be extreme efficient we will become we will become programs like there's you know what i mean like there's no reason to have a body at all yeah there's no reason to have a yeah. body yeah, yeah yeah but i think we i think that's a step even far far farther up the line Let's see the q level right yeah yeah they just be this consciousness 
in the air. Right. Let's just put it this way. If we went 500 years in the future, like somehow right now, and there was no sex, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's no, just, everyone will be Chinese. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Chinese sexless, sexless people. Yeah. Chinese Indian uh, hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have genitalia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be wild, man. But you would have to do that, right? Because if we if we do implement this thing where we can craft people, we don't want them to be um, to introduce those genes directly into the human species, because we don't know what's going to happen with that. Sorry, say that one more time. So it would have to be like a liger, right? Yeah, where they would have to be infertile, because you're introducing this. This thing that is not human or, yeah. you know, it's just off human. Yeah. Printed human. Yeah. That, that's going to introduce so much more moral decisions. Oh, yeah. Huge. But I, but I guess the TLDR is I, I feel like at one point we will direct our evolution completely. We'll have no, nature will have no say anymore. It already has, it always, it already has very little to say, but I think it will have no say at some point. Yeah. It's like once you're in control of genetics, now you're in control of the direction of evolution. Yeah. Right. Now you don't rely on the, you know, if we ever do get out of uh, sex uh, biologically, that won't happen without interference. Yeah. You need to control the genome at that point. Otherwise, your species will die out. Right. right. You, you need to pro- procreate in some way. Yeah. I wonder if that is what the case with uh, population decrease or, you know. Um, we'll have to replace humans, manuf- like print them, start printing Maybe. out. Maybe. Scary, just like, dude. Yeah. It was just like Japan just going, fuck, we have like only 20 young people this year. Yeah. Yeah. If it gets to that point, it's like countable how many like natural born people. Like, that'll that be movie? wild. Um, where no one was having babies anymore. Children of Men. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was, it was, it was more because like pre- people couldn't get pregnant. Anymore. Yeah, there was an actual biological like reason why it wasn't. No, it wasn't that people weren't having sex or anything like that. But yeah, that was still a good movie. But I, I think all the things that are happening, as much as we consider them unhealthy, like people not having sex or not engaging with the opposite sex or same, whatever, you know what I mean? Like getting involved with people romantically or otherwise. I think that's, yeah, it's probably unhealthy. At some level, at this at this point in the game, but I think at some point in the game, it's not going to be unhealthy anymore. I think it's going to be a very common thing. Just smooth dick people, smooth like mannequin people in the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> it depends what the, what what is society's optimization strategy, right? Up until this point, it's been to bang basically, and I feel like Pretty if much, you can yeah. if you can envision something alternate to that, like it's like it's like what you said about how do you create the best AI? You should you should have an ultimate an optimization strategy that's not based upon the fear of death or procreation. You should have an optimi- optimization strategy based on something more efficient. Well, if you have a bunch of datas, what might might be like what's going to happen then? A bunch of like you mean data from Star Trek? Yeah, yeah. That's essentially what I think the human race is going to turn into at some point. Just a bunch of datas walking around. Beta data. Damn, beta datas. I mean, literally, no yeah. sex, no nothing. Yeah, he has his parts, but. Dude, in the in the in the data lore episode, yeah. So they they're like uh, they're trying to piece together lore, right? So he, but it's in pieces. It's yeah. like disassembled, and he has the like butt cheeks there. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. they're like really pronounced butt cheeks, right? Pronounced butt cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
Who's banging that one? <laughs> Damn, he's thick. <laughs> he's thick, boy. LA boy. I'm going to put him on the... Just lean him down and just bang him. <laughs> There's like a bunch of scientists working on it. It's like probing his butt cheek. Yeah. Speaking of butt cheeks, Sam Altman got hired again. Yeah, we got to... So that was like literally... that We, we recorded yeah. on Tuesday. Later, it was later that day where yeah. he was reinstated. And now like a bunch of people are out on the board. A bunch of capitalists are in. Larry Summers is in. That's Larry Summers, the guy who was like part of the 2008 financial crisis, Damn. is in, dude. So I, I haven't been following. So so the board is much more capitalistic now than it was academic? Absolutely. And um, Microsoft has a, a say. Not non-voting, but like a say. Damn. 49% they own, right? Of the private part, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they have a huge control of what's going on. Buy Microsoft stock. Or don't. Or like, don't. Th- this is way too much power. Mm. Yeah. Like, what's... And they're they're investing billions next year. Like, tens of billions. Yeah, Microsoft stock centers. has increased a lot in the last two years, just so you know. If you, if you, I don't know if you looked, but... I think Satya Nadella is, like, the best CEO yeah, of all I time. I should have invested. But he's, like, a super accelerationist type. Yeah. Where life is going to change very quickly through his work. I mean, he's a great... CEO because he has yeah. he's a visionary but like with that is like you know the the splash damage of technology is huge yeah so Sam's back congrats to him yeah <laughs> cheers cheers Sam <laughs> yeah and then like after him like a GPT-4 is like nerfed and like kind of sucks and people are noticing it's like what the fuck's going on um, wait what do you mean it got nerfed recently yeah like people things that worked you know weeks ago no longer work anymore like coding and debugging it's like huh people are noticing gpt4 is not as good anymore why would they do that are they throttling it they might be throttling it there might be like more layers to like do ai security on it hmm. um they might be doing might be even a, a cheaper model to run i don't know interesting well you know i think uh life moves on right yeah, you got to adapt somehow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how people are going to adapt. Do you think oh, that's a, that's a big difference than what you sound like before? So, are you saying that like, what do you mean by people need to adapt to what? To the fact that their jobs might be gone, like that kind of adapt? Well, I, I think um, white collar work for sure. Mm. I think white collar work is first to go. You think white collar is a f- yeah? You're right because you need people to. To dig ditches. What, what are white collar people? We don't even do anything. Uh, what are we? like? <laughs> we're a bunch of token predictors. So you're saying manual labor is the way to go. Manual labor is yeah. the only thing that's not that can't be replaced yet. Manuel labor. Man, man, I'm not going to do Yes, yes. Manu, ma, manuel labor. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to become a fluffer, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just going to... I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll expose my left nipple to AI at one point. I'll just, uh... No, it is scary. Dude. Like I, As someone who came from the blue-collar world, yeah, into the white-collar world, to have well, a better life. We're talking about like security work, and that, that shit is going to probably stay. Until um, robots. No. Yeah. You still need a human interface for that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to change, right? Like, I don't think the physical robot is even close to 
being the GPT level. No, it's not. No, right. it's not. Like how's uh? But GPT four will GPT and AGI will supercharge robotics though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna hold back yet on like, oh, I gotta be gentle with like a teenager versus like yeah. grown man or whatever, right? Or women t- for men, like right. It's just gonna punch them. Like, what's it gonna do? <laughs> These police. It's gonna AI. punch through this old lady's chest. Like, <laughs> just like term- yeah, just like RoboCop, just like blasting guys nuts. All right, what's your in all seriousness? Which how many years do you think we have left? Not like the human race, like us having jobs. <laughs> I think scientists actually are, are are okay. I think research is okay because we have to utilize AI. Yeah. Um. An interface and like it's we're going to be quality control for AI mm, mm-hmm. versus like producing making things. Uh, the the worst ones are people who who deal with emails a lot. Mm. People who uh, manage things. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if you're a manager, like you're. Think about what you do. Are you are you a uh, are you a token generator? Well, to be honest, if AI was able to help me, you know, make goals and pinpoints for my projects, I could do a lot more real science. <laughs> be nice for me to do to do more like actual science and thinking and yeah, well, constructing you could, you could, projects. Yeah, you can construct the idea. Yeah, ex- have the AI execute it, and then you do quality control with it, right? Yeah. Versus like, I don't know, if you're um, like an HR person and you need to email people or work make sure the person is like checked in or whatever. Like, I don't know certain things that require that you can do remotely, mm-hmm. pure remote work. Mm-hmm. That shit is the first go. Well, we can do our, our, our work remote though. That's true. The quality control yeah. part is probably the only thing, but you're yeah. going to require way less people to do it. That's true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be people who I think people with degrees will have more of an edge for quality control so yeah. people without degrees might suffer from it uh i don't know hmm. like that's only like class like the, the elites are okay right well they're always going to be okay yeah well i mean the academic elites gonna are gonna oh, be academic okay. Elites. okay and okay. then um yeah people who can't do quality control and i mean people who talk to people right Bro, if I have to go back like to telecom- security yeah. after getting a PhD, I will laugh my ass off. That would be so funny. It, it, it's darkly, it's it's a darkly funny thing. Yeah, that that's it's, com that's that's comedic if if it's a comic book with only four images that you work with. And yeah. In the end, it's just you and, uh, and you're just laughing. Like back locking doors and stuff. But, but that it, that comic book doesn't end with those four images. It goes on, right? Yeah. You have to live a life as a security guy yeah while ai is just taking over everything yeah damn what would you do i don't know man i think be I would, happy i was alive i guess there i was like for work, a job I, I think i would go into like um like artisan carpentry or something i don't know oh you mean what would i if i had a choice of going back in the blue collar world what yeah. would i pick like physical things hmm maybe law enforcement yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, that's going to be always. Well, that's going to be needed because people that's are going to be losing their fucking minds. Absolutely. Yeah. You, actually, to deal with you know what? Not law enforcement. Hold on. Let me think about this again. <laughs> Maybe I become a chef. 
Oh, that one's good. Yeah. I think chefs are going to make it. Yeah. There might be AI robot chefs that might cut vegetables for you. Yeah. But you're going to have to design the recipes and whatnot and like do the main. Yeah, do some of the stuff. harder stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or like you're going to have to run the kitchen a little bit. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, that's, that sounds good. What would you make? What would be your. <laughs> we should make a chaos people restaurant where it's all robots. <laughs> it's just like crazy shit put together. Yeah. yeah. Like have like uh, AI generated like pr- like food. <laughs> yeah. Just have chat like chat like create the craziest menu you can think of. Yeah. And Most like, chaotic menu. A, a, yeah. And it's a course meal every day. Yeah. Different kind. I like that idea. Shit, dude, we should do that. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Because, like, you don't have to worry about, um, you don't have to worry about, like, making it quality control, right? You just, you're just running with it. Yeah. And then having people experience it. That's what we do with the the videos. I don't quality control that shit at all. I just fucking run a program. (laughs) I I saw a comment recently. It was, like, great video or whatever, but AI generated art, question mark. And I'm like, yeah. Bro, do you think we're going to draw this fucking shit out for like no, It's th- an hour this long. Is, this yeah. is a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to just listen to it. We're, it. Anything visual is just fucking noise. Yeah, like, sorry, yeah. artists out there, but sorry you guys were the first to go. They were the first to go. Can we all say rip artists, please? Like, they were the first. Was, yeah, I mean, artists aren't going to go. They're going to be art directors, art AI directors. Yeah, but the amount of positions are... You know, the, no, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. going to be a huge, um, yeah. Uh, I I think the way it's going to go though, it's much more personalized, right? Like for us, I'm effectively art director here. Yeah, you are. Yeah, right, right. So like, I'm already took jobs away from people who would potentially do this work. Dude, when I made my YouTube channel for well back yeah. in the day, I hired artists to make all my assets. That's right. Yeah, your, your logo and everything. Your yeah. your versions of uh, like your caricatures. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need that anymore. Yeah. But I mean, those people... So the, the thing about AI art is you can't teach taste, right? No, but you can throw shit against the wall a million times, though. No, but it takes... The shit on the wall, there's one gem, even if it's AI generated, that requires taste to know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. understanding composition, understanding of, like, does if You know, there's a certain kind of sensibility that an artist has yeah. that's been actually doing it for years. The crafting a certain kind of um, feedback loop of what's good and what's not good. And that's just training in their own brain. Yeah. And a person who doesn't have those experiences would not have that sensibility. Um, so, I, I, yeah, it's going to be much more like AI directors, I think, AI art directors yeah. versus like doing the nitty gritty of fucking animating something. Yeah. I don't know. Again, soft, the soft. Soft finger people are fucked. Yes, uncalloused. That's it's true. so soft, dude. This is sad. I I yeah. I, I saw my my uh, my my, gra- my grandpa's hands was calloused and hard. And yeah, it was like you know, this is a man who was a gardener, right? And he's just like fucking worked his ass off to yeah. like to was pretty old, like seventies or something. So it's like I look at my hand and it's like, what is this? Like it's this is a chimp's hand, like. We're supposed to be monkeys. I know. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Is it really that much of a stretch to think that we're not going to have genitalia in, in 100 generations? If you if you if you look at our hands, I mean, like think about it. Like it you isn't. Have, we'll have touch screen. Like ET, you know, has the long fingers. We'll have ET fingers where it, it, yeah. touch touch screen right from far yeah. away. Like 
whoever does if the gray's alien is a fabrication of the human mind and not an actual species that exists in the universe it's a pretty goddamn good like indicator what we're going to look like at some point like ribbon muscles long fingers big heads yeah big heads large eyes no genitalia like no hair you know all of these things it, it's a pretty good <laughs> representation of the future uh, if, the future if, human if, if we had control like. of genetics right if we min maxed um our interaction with technology right yeah because our bodies is not we're, we're not optimized for the progress progress and technology right Right? right. If we did, then our bodies would mold to the form of an automobile or yes. be better for office work. We'd be, you know, our spine would be more rigid against like sitting for eight hours a day. Correct. Right. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. We haven't matched. There's no, there's no uh, symbiosis with technology yeah. yet. What we, we, we actually are built for is running long distances. That's we what should. our, that's what we're built for. Fuck man. We need a, I mean, like they have standing desks and like, have marathon runners just run while working yeah like the, 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 the prevailing theory is that we we ran our prey to exhaustion think about that but we're not that fast we're not but we can run for a long period of time it doesn't matter though right it if does. it's a race if it races generally by speed no 100 meters is- so like if you're chasing like a a gazelle uh, I'm trying to think of something that's a little bit more our speed yeah, let's say a gazelle, right? Yeah, the gazelle is much faster than you, right? But their their stamp stamina is very low. It's gazelles, right? I see. So you just got to keep fucking with it, man. And eventually, it's gonna like it's gonna tire out. That's like that's why you see these these African tribes that you know they run for like thirty miles a day, dude. Dude, this <laughs> like, is one. Um, uh, it's like David Cho or something. Um, he's like an artist. He was in the um. An African tribe, and like they're one of the last tribes to like hunt for food, mm-hmm. like actively hunt for food. And um, dude, so they're chasing uh, like a baboon. Yeah, right. Like, and they don't like classically eat baboons, but because like you know, it's hard over there. They're starting to eat baboons more. Yeah, and he joined in a hunt where the like, fucking chasing a baboon, mm-hmm. and baboons running like a person. Yeah, right. Like, even uses hands, but it's still kind of you know reminiscent of a person it's running it, it gets trapped right and it's tiring out it gets trapped in this um area where like the the humans are trying to lead it towards and if it turns it t- goes towards the camera looks at the people his hands are the palms of his hands are against the the rock oh my god like yeah. it's very like can you imagine that yeah shit? i can like, imagine it in my head yeah yeah like he's like don't fuck like i'm like i'm trapped yeah right it's not like um when my dog gets chased and I chase him to a corner, he like turns around, but he's still a fucking dog looking at me. Yeah, he's just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> his hand isn't touching the wall. Like, like oh my God, this is the like, end. Is, there, yeah. is this like the wall, you know, fucking like feeling out the wall. Yeah. This is the end. And they, they just stab him in the heart with a, yeah. a spear. Crazy, dude. And it, fuck, it just like fucks with me. Like It does fuck with me. It fucks me too, yeah. Like we're that too. We're not too far from that. No, we're not. And I should say we're built for two things. We're built for running long distances. We're built built for making tools. That's why we have these hands, right? Yeah, we just chase him. So he chased him, him until he was exhausted and used the tool to kill him, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That's what we're built for. And just eat it. And that's it. Yep. That's wild. Well, anyway, <laughs> AI, I wonder if that's going to do it to us. Maybe. Yeah. 
Let's just have a, a gun. What the hell are we going to gonna title this episode, Nick? <sighs> it's your job. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. I'll, uh, I was, I was, can we just give the entire transcript to ChatGPT and tell it the title it for us? <laughs> it's it's going to be some fucking lame name. It does. It creates a lame. It's so names. lame, dude. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what taste is, right? The yeah. art direction. You yeah. can't teach taste. That's true. Even though you shit a bunch of like cool ideas, it's up to you to do the quality control of taste. I think that's the title. You can't teach taste. Can't You can't teach AI taste. There you go. Yeah. I like All right. that. All right. See everyone. All right, man. We like to end this podcast with a quote by Franco Moschino. Good taste doesn't exist. It is our taste. We have to be proud of it. Thank you for tuning in to Chaos People and joining us as we embraced the chaos. You can find Chaos People on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts by searching for Chaos People. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for at Chaos People Podcast. That's an ampersand followed by Chaos People Podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, please click on the donation links found either in the show notes or in the YouTube description. Currently, you can support this podcast via Patreon or via Spotify, which will directly help us buy more computing power to create better audio content and video content for the podcasts. You can also follow Chaos People on Twitter by searching for the handle at ChaosPeoplePod. You can email us at ChaosPeoplePodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate the podcast on whatever platform you choose. Thank you so much.